You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. Here are the topics as we break down week 31 of the Premier League season. Arsenal get out to a two-goal lead but then collapse at West Ham, drawing 2-2. Manchester City continue to close the gap to the top of the table, beating Leicester 3-1. Manchester United strengthen their position for the top four, beating Nottingham Forest 2-0. Tottenham drop points at home to Bournemouth, losing in the 95th minute, 3-2. Aston Villa continue their red-hot form, beating Newcastle United 3-0. And Frank Lampard makes it three straight losses as Chelsea lose at home to Brighton, 2-1. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. Well, Musty, before we dig into the weekend drama and action from the Premier League, we've got a big announcement to make. The Premier League is heading to the US this summer. Get ready for the first ever Premier League pre-season tournament with six clubs, in five East Coast cities. Aston Villa, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea, Fulham and Newcastle will play in Atlanta, Harrison, New Jersey, Orlando, Philadelphia and Landover, Maryland. The action kicks off on July the 22nd and for more information head over to www.premierleague.com forward slash summer series to learn lots more about the tournament, about tickets, about the teams, the players coming over, and me and Mr Musto and all the team Lady Low. Tim Howard will be at the games and um, presenting them there. So hopefully you get a chance to see us as well. So some great things to look forward to uh, in the summer series, but some great things to look forward to in week 31 of the Premier League, Mr Musto. Um, and Arsenal going to West Ham after Manchester City had quite easily comfortably got past Leicester City meant it was another big test for, for West Ham in their, their, their quest to stay top of the table. Mm. Yeah, and I think the... The general thought was this is not going to be easy, but th this should be a very winnable game for Arsenal, given that West Ham United played in the week yeah. in the Europa League Conference, Conference League on Thursday, yeah. mm. a one-one draw in Belgium. Um, Arsenal get out to a two-nil two-nil two lead. Yeah, ten minutes. Seemingly, so, look, yeah. it's going to be a, an easy day for mm. them, and things went kind of from bad to worse. Yeah, and and it ends up being a very negative backward day for Arsenal when. I gotta say, I fancied them quite strongly to win the game. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, Where do we, we start? Well, should we start with the start? Because I think yeah. we, we spoke before the game, and I think we both felt, and I certainly, you know, was doing my prep, and, and I watched the West Ham game. West Ham didn't play particularly well on Thursday night against Ghent. They were one 0 up. Uh, Ghent equalised, and West Ham didn't particularly play well in the second half of that game. And my thought going into the match was after. Dramas of Anfield last week for Arsenal and, and giving up a 2-0 lead there and getting a point. I was thinking, first 20 minutes, first half an hour, mm. go for the jugular. Mm. As we saw Manchester City do against Leicester, get yourselves two or three goals in, and you'll be coasting. And in some respect, Rob, I'm sitting there after 10, 15 minutes and going, exactly what I thought. Yeah, this I is how it's going to play out. Yeah. Yet, yeah. we hit the 30-minute mark and the game mm. seemed to change. You know what's funny about that is that, you know, of course the game starts and we, you start making notes and yeah. I'm like, silky goal, mm. normal service yeah. resume for yeah. Arsenal. And then my next note is, oh, need more possession control. They got a little sloppy, Rob. Yeah. And I thought Arteta was really interesting afterwards. And to be fair to him, he's, he, he kind of says it very as honest, it is really. Yeah. Very honest. Yeah. He's not trying to sugarcoat or, mm. or, or BS or anything like that. And he said, we lost control. We yeah. kept the ball for keeping its sake. We didn't yeah. go on to try and win the game. And I think what he means from that is, with his time at Man City, um, Leicester's a little bit different because it was so easy. But like, they often, they, they don't sit back and hold things. They just continue to go forward and score more goals. Yeah. And Arsenal didn't do that. And there was a little bit of sloppiness that came in from Thomas Partey. We were yeah. just in a, a tactics session, just, just kind of, I guess, graphically, video-wise, yeah. um, what went wrong for Arsenal. So check that out on the, on the um, NBC Sports YouTube channel, a tactics session. Um, but Thomas Partey, Rob, let me throw it back to you at that point. Yeah. An experienced player, been around the block a little bit. I yeah. think he's a, an excellent player. Yeah. But 
what was that his flicked ball when he tried yeah. to be clever mm. in, a, in a in a difficult position? Yeah. Was that a sign of Arsenal just switching off a little bit with a two 0 Well, what I would say, Rob, is uh, and it's a really interesting point because in Thomas Party, I think an integral part of if they're going to win it and how they're going to win it if they do has been Party's role when he's come back. He had a few injuries early on when he came back. He was so much better in the team. The one thing I would say about Mikel Arteta's team that I've really admired is he's very little showboating. Mm. Two, three, four goals, Rob. You don't see too many steps. Sometimes Anthony at Manchester United or you see certain players who are continually trying to, you know, almost like take the mickey out of the opposite. I never see, particularly don't see that with, 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 um, with, with Arsenal. I thought today was the first sign of a couple of flicks and a couple of, like, try to get nutmegs and a couple of mm. things that surprised me. Mm. And, that, and, and, and in terms of ability, and I know, listen, they're talented players and they, they sometimes do good things when they're playing on top of the game. But it, it makes me think, the, it, like, is that a mentality thing, Rob? Is that something that just is there that you've got to be careful? So it's overconfidence, then. That, that would be overconfidence. They're top of the league table. They're 2-0 up. Are they, are they a little overconfident? Yeah, maybe, maybe it is a little bit. It, it, it's an overconfidence mixed with a, like, not understanding what's the important thing to do at this time. The mm. important thing is to get goals three and four, like mm. Manchester City do. Mm. Then, if you make a mistake, it ends up 4-1. In, in, but you don't... A 2-0 in the Premier League, I don't care who you're playing, whether it's Southampton, Nottingham Forest, one of the teams at the bottom, or somebody near the top, they can always come back to you. And, and, I, and I thought the lesson... It was a really harsh lesson to learn today for Arsenal. You, could, you were in control of the game for so much of the first half and allowed West Ham back in. You allowed the fans back into the game again. You, you took your concentration, allowed your concentration to go, and it cost you the game. That's part one, yeah. right? That's part one. Yeah. And I think Arteta, us, everybody agrees mm. that they lost control of the football and the yeah. game, and, and, and then that allowed West Ham to do their things. Yeah. Part, Thomas Partey's mistake leads to a play... I mean, mm. people lose the ball all the time, Rob, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, Partey will be, will be criticised for yeah, that. Yeah. But after that, you, mm. have a, you have a panicked challenge from Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. Who, to be fair, he's had a pretty solid, pretty good yeah, season for yeah. Arsenal throughout. There's been a few times he where he's just got moments, a little mistake yeah. or whatever. Mm. This was another one, Rob. Yeah. This is another one. So yeah. on the back of the Thomas Partey trying to flick it, be a little bit clever, yeah. he rushes into a challenge, slides over, goes to the ground, slides into the player. Yeah. It's the right call. The, play, yeah. the penalty goes in, it's 2-1. Yeah. So, you know, as we go through this, yeah. that's another two, that's two yeah, parts two in different ways yeah. that are errors, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and they happened one after the other. It isn't like one happened and basically at the, the moment that Rice gets away and plays it into Pacatar, Pacatar takes a touch and, and Gabriel's already sliding before yeah. he's taking a touch. In his head, that's a panic in his head, Rob. That's a, that's I, a, I think that's it a, is. That's a panic, it's an alarm bell. Yeah. And, he, and, and the other thing that was sort of, and I felt a little for Gabriel because... He was almost trying to pull out in the end. Is he, is he, he didn't extend his foot, and, and, and Pactor didn't go over it his foot. Too, it was too late. It was too late. He, he and, made and, that and move he re- to go to yeah, ground. And, and he went to ground, and then he realised, oh, I'm not going to make it. And there was contact. Mm. It was obviously a penalty kick. And all of a sudden, West Ham are back into the game at 2-1. And that's 2-1. Yeah. And then Arsenal again. Arteta expects his team, yeah, all right, let's get hold of it again. again. Yeah. And let's attack. Yeah. Let's try and get more goals. Now, then we come against the, the, the really important two minutes, Rob, that... Yeah. The, you know, they did find a way mm. uh, with a handball to get another penalty. Bakari yeah. Saka steps up. Yeah. Now, this would have made it 3-1. Three three one. One. Yeah. Um, I think it's his fourth or fifth. It's his fourth, I think, penalty. Was it or fifth, maybe fifth penalty. Fifth, and he's, he scored the four for Arsenal yeah. before. So, so his it, first he's the taker. He's scored every single penalty yeah, for the football club. No and he thing. steps up. We yeah. know the high-profile high miss uh, for England yeah. in the, in yeah. the Euros. Um, feel like and he, and he misses. That. Yeah. And... Before we get onto the bigger picture with that, Rob, yeah. then a couple of minutes later on, <clears throat> the ball's thrown into the box. It's headed out clear, and a yeah. simple ball over the top yeah, one. for Jared Bowen to volley yeah. in very easily. Yeah. Uh, it's 2-2, and that point, they couldn't find a way no. after already scoring two goals in the game, yeah. by the way, to, yeah. to, to, to get the winning goal. Mm. Afterwards, we had quite, quite a, a debate yeah, the disagreement. The difference of, of I guess, opinion. And the difference was, what, what was the most important, important part of yeah. what affected that game. Yeah. And you were you were strong on when you get a penalty. Well, yeah. you tell me what's yeah, strong so, about so, that. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll give my side. And, and listen, I don't think in any case anybody's right and anybody's wrong. It's how it feels to you. My, my argument was, Rob, that at 2-1, when you've not been playing well, when you've made a cup, you've been two errors to allow West Ham back in the game, 
you have the opportunity from a penalty kick to go 3-1 up in the game. It, it changes the outlook of the game. And, and in fairness, Mikel Arteta said, the penalty obviously changes the, 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 the game for us. Now, some people out there, and, and whether they're non-Arsenal fans or not, have been a bit critical of Saka. I'm not necessarily being critical of Saka. I'm being critical of the opportunity to go 3-1 up in a game that you've not particularly played that well. You've made a couple of mistakes. But then I think if, three, if, if Arsenal go 3-1 up, I don't think West Ham get anything from that game. That's the that's point. Now, the point being, if it's, if it's Bukayo Saka, if it's Rob Holding, if it's Thierry Henry, if it's Dennis Bergkamp, if it's Ian Wright, I don't care who's taking... The focus isn't on the individual. The focus is on the opportunity for Arsenal to be 3-1 up in a game where they just got off the rails a little bit. And it would, I believe, given them the confidence and belief to have gone on and won the game. They miss that, the, the penalty, which happens. People take penalties, people mm, miss them. Mm. But then down the other end of the pitch, mm. and to your point, I'll let yeah. you come in on your yeah. point, yeah. bad defending, bad basic defending from one ball. And, and let me just say what happened before I pass on, Rob. The, the goal that West Ham scored, it was a brilliant, really well-taken finish by Bowen, good technique to hit early and beat the goalkeeper. But the, the style of football was Wimbledon, was old-fashioned 90s. Long throw got headed out, we used to pull it back in the, in the mixer, as we'd say, and see what happens. <laughs> West Ham did the same. It got headed yeah. out by Gabriel, came out to a midfield player, just hoofed it back yeah, in, it and from there. there, Boeing gets a goal and West Ham end up joining the game. So, so my point in all this in the studio, yeah. and, you know, of course, of course, taking that chance to, to get 3-1, totally agree. The game's yeah. over at that point. Yeah. The penalties are missed. Mm. Penalties are missed. Arsenal Football Club, again, have scored two goals. Yeah. And what happens is in the last 15, 20 minutes when you want Arsenal to go at them again and find a way, Martinelli or wherever it is, Trossard mm. comes on, it's hard because West Ham United are a different team, by the way. And, you know, the first 10 minutes when yeah, they're 2-0 they're down, the we're like, oh, this is going to yeah. be... But yeah. then they're a different team. They've got something to hold on to. Mm. Um, and it's hard to find the third goal. My point was, yes, he missed a penalty, but they mm. were 2-1 up. They still should have found a way to win that game. Now... You know, I feel stronger that the defensive side of things for the club has let them down in this situation more than the missed penalty. And I think that's where we had a slight, yeah, disagreement, a slight disagreement of what was, you know... And, and I think that comes uh, down to, just to, to, sorry to, to, to interrupt your point, is that the loss of control of the football is what leads to the, 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 the poor defending. Right. Now, so there's two parts to it. Th yeah. The loss of control of the football yeah. absolutely is one part of it. Yeah. But you can still... With good individual defending, win. You can, you can still keep a clean sheet. The only and thing both would, parts yeah. fell apart. Okay, but the only thing I would say to you, and, and, and we didn't have time, and I said after, that we saw Manchester City yesterday with 3 0 up, got to 3 1. Iheanacho hit the post, Madison went through 1 on 1, and they had a couple of other looks with Manchester City at 3 1. The three goals that Man City scored was a comfort. That Leicester didn't, and, and Manchester City are the, are the champions, are the best team in the, in the league at possession and control. Leicester had a couple of great looks in could have been. So I'm saying yeah. Arsenal could have, uh, have allowed some great looks. But if they get the third goal, even if they have a couple of looks, I still don't think they, they, they don't get three goals to, to win it. And I'm not sure if they get two to get a draw. On the second part of that, um, Guarantini's played yeah. and Rob Holding continues to play. Yeah. Now, both of those players are good pros, mm. they're good players in their own right, but we know that for the vast majority of the season, it's been different players in those spots. When Arsenal at their very best, William Saliba, yeah. who is a, who's been a, a star of the season, an unexpected bonus of a brilliant centre-back, yeah. has been out with this back injury, and I always feel the same way about your important players. Others can come in and, you know, you can get, a, get, a, get away with it, and they do fine, they look okay, look comfortable, but the longer that goes on, the difference of those two will come yeah, about. Well, yeah. now, I'm not saying that these two, though, though Tierney should have done a better job, in my opinion, to try and get back and stop Defending. the goal scorer. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's a bit of a... Just, I mean, that's four goals in two games they've conceded Arsenal. Mm. Having been 2-0 up in both it, of them. Having been 2-0 up in yeah. both of them. So it, it's two parts. Mm. The manager said it, and he's yeah. absolutely right. We lost control of the ball. Mm -hmm. When Arsenal moved the ball around, We've been in teams, mate, yeah, where it's a nightmare. Yeah, like, good side and, and the game is, is put to bed. They stopped doing that. Yeah. And between that and yeah. the individual part, you know, the Gabriel mistake, and you know, it's, it's led to a situation where they now, the, 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 the psychological hit from that, Rob, yeah. right? It, and as we look forward, as we look forward, they're still, 
they're still four points ahead of Man City. Yeah. Who's still got a game in hand? Yeah. So there's one, there's one point in it of City when they're game in hand, and they they face each other right. on May, April the twenty fifth. So so it, it, it goes on that mm. for me, for Arsenal to to maintain a really great chance of winning, they can't lose. No, they can't lose. Do you think they've got to do better than that at City? Um, they've got to win? Okay. Assuming maybe, they beat Southampton, yeah, by the way, on could, Friday. Assuming they beat Southampton. But right now, Rob, there's, there's a mathematical equation that, that you've talked of, that they're four points ahead in a game in hand. Mm. But, but there's also a feel about the league. And the feel right now is that... Ooh, City are, it's are, are in incredible form. West Ham... Uh, Arsenal could go to the Etihad... And win and change the feel. Affect the mathematics, but more important than affecting the mathematics, because they've still got Newcastle to play away, which is not easy by any means, mm. and they might be fine. Mm. They've got Chelsea, Chelsea to play at home. home. Chelsea will raise a game because they don't want Arsenal to win it. Mm. What I'm saying, Rob, is at the moment, the feel, and Mikel Arteta's got a, got a big job on this week, and I want to just finish on, on talking about him, but I just think the feel of this title race could change if Arsenal go to the Etihad and win. And before that, the feel immediately could improve yeah. on the back of a strong performance and victory of it home against Friday, Southampton. At home against at home Southampton. Against it's a, it's a if that, that fan, the fan mm. base there are going to mm. go crazy for this team absolutely. to pick them up again. Yeah, absolutely. If they get a two or three or four, if they, if they have a feel-good factor, they have three or more goals. They, they go into like four days later, three yeah, or four the, days the later. Wednesday, the Wednesday, twenty. Yeah, the twenty-sixth of April. Mm. Um, they go into that with a different feel. Yeah. And if they can come out with that with a positive scoreline, they're still in it. They're yeah. still in it with yeah. a good chance to win it. After well, that'll be thirty-three games in mm. the Premier League. So, you're, the the feel, the, the vibe feel, about the whole it? thing yeah. can change, but in in seven days or even three or four days. Yeah. So, it's a big blow because mm. nobody saw that coming today. It, Little mention to our, our good buddy um, Lee Dixon, by the way, because he's been telling us this is coming. There's going to be a moment well, like this. He, he coming just said he doesn't know. Yeah. And well, nobody will no, know. No, not in terms the... of this is coming at like there's going to be a, a drop or whatever. But are you saying there's going to be a test for this team that, they, that they've got to get through yet? And we it hasn't happened. In 30 games, it hasn't happened. Mm. This might be a test. Mm. My, my, my point that I'm trying to get to is that Mikel Arteta's got a week on to change the field, to make sure Southampton. The feelings changed. Bukayo Saka is is is, an, is such an impressive yes. person, player, man. He might need lifting. He might need lifting, Rob, based on a young man who might start thinking, "Oh my, miss because he's yeah. lost his title." There might be one or two players, the Gabriels, the the the, the Rob Holdings, the Tierneys, if they're playing. If Zinchenko here was a growing a bit precautionary, so it's likely that he might be back. He's talked that Saliba will be back. But, but let's say, all I'm saying is, Rob, Mikel Arteta's got a really important role to play in making sure he gets the feel. And, and what I saw from the interview today gave me a lot of confidence that he's equipped to do it. He hasn't got to go back very far to remind this team how mm, good they've yeah, been. Yeah. They smashed Leeds 4-1. Yeah. Before that, they beat Crystal Palace 4-1. Before that in the Premier League, they beat... Fulham away 3 no, yeah, 0. So it's yeah, not as though yeah. the players are going to be so uh, uh, mm. uh, that down. Mm. Only a more, you know, just if over I'd a week back ago. To back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the last, the, the Anfield one, yeah. okay, that's mm. difficult. That today was a bad performance yeah. and a bad result. Yeah. And, and this is going back to the manager and this group, how are they going to react from it? Yeah. The, the, the last thing I'd say about it, Rob, is that whatever happens this season, right? And we'll, we'll summarize it all at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much learning that's happened in yeah. this season for the manager, first-time gaffer, big big head coach oh. of a club, and these young, young players play. oh, to go through massive. this, to, to go on a, a Premier League title hunt, a chase, a run, yeah. to be front. To, they they got to learn a lot from that, and, and that holds them in good stead for the future, whatever happens this year. Yeah, but I think, as most of my Arsenal f uh, friends who, who, who've texted me and on social media, like, this, this seems is, a long way yeah, away. Seems a long way away, and, and yeah. this was a moment. But just quick word as well for, for David Moyes, mate, yeah. because two 0 down after 10, 15 minutes could have got ugly. You know, talking about his job and, and you know everybody speculating <laughs> and with the Europa League and Conference League. Yet again, his team dig in, his team get a result. It was interesting that Arteta said West Ham turned it into their kind of game, and that's what they do well: to throw ins, getting down the sides, counter attacks, mm. balls balls in the box. And um, he deserves a bit of credit for that. It's not always as pretty, as progressive, as current as all the other teams. Mm. But there's still something that's 
admirable about what, what West Ham do. Yeah, I'm talking the league table. They're 31 points after 30. Mm. So, so in a good shape. You know, when you, whenever you've got more points than games, yeah, it's pretty good yeah, shape. Good, Just yeah. quickly on that, mate. And, we, and by the yeah. way, we could we could debate every flipping topic all the way yeah, through here. Yeah. We had a bit of a disagreement again today about David Moyes. Yeah. And, you know, mm. you were saying, you feel it's time for a change. No, I summer. say, Whatever I feel happens. the club are feeling, the fans are feeling. I don't feel it's a, a change. I, I'm re, I was reading a few things last night, and it's like fans are feeling, we love David Moyes, he's doing a great job, but we need something mm. out. We, they, wanna, they want mm. the next prettier thing now mm. yeah and, and 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 i understand that mm. I, I just think one disappointing season assuming that they stay up and if they do win the the europa conference league mm. the european trophy for the football club i just think it's still going to be a little harsh to switch them over in the summer mm. they might do it yeah and, and yeah. the fans might mm. still might want that but i'd be surprised if you win something like that it's yeah. a long campaign if and he doesn't if he doesn't win that if he keeps them up rob and doesn't win that what, what well, what's your thoughts then my thoughts then are okay um, there's some good people available. Yeah, Rob. yeah. I got I've got a list here. There's a good the, list of people. I mean, people Graham like, Potter, yeah, Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers available. You know, can you can you nick a, a Marco uh, Silva, a Thomas a, Frank, a Zerbi or something Zerbi, like that? There's, there's some there's some good people out there. So I get it, and mm. I and I also understand the modern style of football. Fans want to see it, particularly yeah. West Ham fans. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm sure they love mm. David Moyes and what he's done for that club. Helped him out numerous times. Yeah. Um, but unless they win the trophy. I think we might see it. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Change. Okay, mate, let's move it on to a team that, that know how to win the Premier League trophy for so That's Manchester City. 3-1 um, winners against Leicester. Coming off the back of, you know, the 3 no win against Bayern Munich, you just wonder, is there... So anyway, their focus is, isn't right, but, but goals again, Rob. Um, Erling Haaland with two incredible, you know, a penalty and an, another incredible, very Haaland goal that takes him to 32 Premier League goals for the season. Um, you know, he's already scored as many as anybody's ever in a 38-game season, an incredible number. Um, but City did what I thought... Arsenal could do today is, is get ahead, get the goals and, and kill the game in the first off, which it ended up being for Leicester and Dean Smith with his first game in charge. Yeah, I, I think there's a story to be... To, to The chat here is second half, and we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. I, I just thought that, that Leicester's first half was so weak, so fearful, so defensive, um, that I, I didn't enjoy the game. It was so it, easy for Rob, for Man City to, to stroll around, get the goals... And then, I mean, the second half, when all, so, so both just, teams just made... Just go back go, on that okay. first half, just, sorry, just because I want to ask you the question. If, okay, is it, and, and we're watching the game, and we're, we're all a bit disappointed with what we saw. Vardy had started, Tielemans yeah. was back in the team. It looked a little bit more like a team, you know, he, he had a back three in there, didn't he? With, yeah, uh, which is a five. It was a five, it was a five one. Yeah, four one. one. But Dean Smith's new manager, Rob, we expect, you know, the, the football phrase is new manager bounce. Okay, you're at Man City, so you know that's difficult. You, you know they're going to have possession. Do you think Dean Smith set them up like that and to be passive? Or do you think it was a, com a combination of City getting on the ball? I mean, from the very first kickoff, they went into sat in front of their 18-yard box and never really moved for 45 minutes. I'm okay with the shape, the idea from the manager. 5-4-1. Yeah, right? five, yeah. five, yeah. We've seen City have problems like that before. Yeah, at times. Yeah. But a passive 5-4-1... Mm. 
It doesn't mean there's no engagement. So there's you, no do you pressing think that's what any Dean point. Smith... I don't know. Yeah, that, I wouldn't think what, so. No, that's what I'm I thinking. Think so. And that's and why was I think he made changes at it, half time. Yes, didn't he also he? said afterwards he disappointed yeah. with the first half. They yeah. wanted more aggression. Yeah. We've, listen, we can speak of this very, very yeah. clearly based on experience because yeah. I have been in that situation mm. many times. But you're one of the midfield. You're one of the midfield players. You go into the big boys, and you know it's going to be a very physically difficult day. That wasn't physically difficult for Leicester. They didn't bust the gut. They didn't pressurize and really try and slide challenge or block the ball or close down and cover. Mm. It was very much sit back, oh, yeah. this is going to be difficult. Like, we're not going to get much from this game. Um, now, into the second half, yeah. it was so easy for Man City, Rob. They made all the changes. They made five changes pretty yeah, quickly changes. because it was like a, a, a pre-season friendly. Yeah, training. And they, 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 it got to so slow, almost literal walking pace, that Leicester City, hang on a minute, and had a few opportunities. Mm. Now, where, where I disagree, and I want to get your take on it, is that we heard some commentary from the UK, um, and a few were thinking that, 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 that Man City's second half, they were lucky to get away with This is them, by the way. This is them. They were lucky to get away with that. Mm. That's not very yeah. good from City. I'm thinking, mm. what? No. They, they, they at no point looked like they were going to... Yes, Leicester had a couple of opportunities. Yeah. If one of those goes in, change. I think City changed a little bit. So, for me, it wasn't that it was City's... Um, Lack of uh, of talent or ability, or it just it became so easy yeah, yeah, with all the was, changes. Yeah, yeah. The game went to super slow. I mean, the game was was done after forty five minutes. We didn't. I don't know what we didn't need to play the second half, and that's why City got into that mold. Some changes came so, in. So, so the rhythm was different. Rodri was off. Holland right, right. was so off. So is that a worry? So the, the the question is, was that a concern that City no, did that, or no. was it just a consequence Absolutely of an easy no game? Way concern. I mean, I, I wrote the, it's not some days. You can be critical of City, uh, yeah. and th- but this wasn't one of those days. Think, I, just I didn't, I didn't it think it was one of those days to be critical. I think the game got so easy, they switched off. And if they needed to at any point, they put the foot on the pedal again and yeah. go another gear. I think yeah. there, was, there was a thought to, we're seeing a lot. They got, got Bayern, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, Bayern yeah. Munich on Tuesday night, isn't it? It's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday night, Wednesday night in, yeah. in, in, in Munich. In Munich. Yeah. We'll save ourselves for then, and, and we'll be ready. I and thought so. I thought it was, it was absolutely done to that. Mm-hmm. From Leicester's point of view, listen, a bit of a go, <laughs> a bit of a free hit. This game, they've got three games coming up, Rob, Ooh. against teams down there Wolves. with them. Wolves at home, Leeds yeah. away, Everton, Everton home. There are the Colossal. three games that Massive. will decide Massive. if Dean Smith makes a mark at that football club or not. If they get points from those games. They can win two of those games. If they can get seven points from those three games, mate, they're in business. They're in business. They'll be, they'll be 32 points. They're, they're, right now, when you look at it, they're banging trouble. And they've got enough quality in that group, Rob, to do that. I keep looking through the group. I know people ain't playing well, and I know where they're at, but in terms of quality of group, if Dean Smith can, can get them right, if he can get them motivated, there's enough there to, to play their way out of trouble. One, one question before we move on, right, which I think is a critical question. Yeah. Now, we all know what I'm sure Dean Smith, John Terry, yeah. and Craig Shakespeare, Craig Shakespeare thinks yeah. of Jamie Vardy. Yeah. The first question they've got to ask themselves, who's our starting striker? Yeah. Ian Acho comes into the game, scores. scores a goal. Who do they go with? Think, are you, are you, you off? Are, oh, let's I stick think, with the tried and tested no, Jamie Vardy. He's going to come good again. I think you have to what? see like, training and other things. But from what I see on the 90 minutes from play, it's not Jamie Vardy anymore. Because he, he can't quite affect the games in the ways he used to. His closing's not as good. He's, he's running down the sides, isn't he? He's, he's, yeah. he's putting ha- defenders under pressure. He hasn't got the intensity to But I get why they want to start him. Of course you do. Because the one thing I wrote on my notes with, with, with Leicester is, when Leicester have edge and attitude, that's when they're a decent team. When they lo- almost look like, I oh, know you're the big boys, but we're going to show you. That's when Leicester play. Maritain shows that I'm a top yeah. six player. Vardy does his bit. Tielemans, Ndidi. Mm. I mean, you go through the list, these good players, so they yeah, aren't yeah, you yeah. back in, yeah, in the yeah. team. Yeah. So I, I would agree. Ian chose one of them, Rob. When I start him, I think he should be sub. When he's sub, I think he should start him. <laughs> yeah. Can't quite work out. Mm. Is Dakar... Pats and Dakar as Dacca well. I don't know. Fit. It's a bit astonishing. Three players that, that mm. looked like... Mm that they could be, you know, a starting striker for the club for, for the foreseeable future, but none of them can grasp Let me grasp chuck one it. at you then, if, if you're not going to go that way, and, and I know you have to be a certain team to that. False nine. But could a Madison type, with clever movement, and if you get Tielemans and, and you've got a bit of energy in I midfield, know, mate. I, you could, know, are they, are they well, good enough to, to have another player who can keep the he, ball? He's good enough to do that. Yeah. The question is, and this is an Eric Ten Hag type of thing, swing mm. to Man United, yeah. don't you want your playmaker... 
like a Bruno or yeah, an Ericsson, in, in the tank. further back. In the tank. No, but even further maybe, back. Maybe. Even further back yeah, to yeah. get them playing, to get yeah, them on the front maybe. foot. I don't know. That, yeah. That's all for Dean Smith to figure yeah, out. Yeah. All I know is they are bang in trouble. And of all mm. the clubs, I mean, yeah, wow, that's, that's some story to be where they are right now. But again, let's say it one more time. Next three, Wolves at home, Leeds away, Everton at home. Massive for, Le- for Leicester City mm. to get out of it. Next up, my friend. Southampton. No, no. What do you mean, Southampton? Oh, no. Next game. What's yeah. the <laughs> on the list? Where's Southampton? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? That's wrong. No, that's wrong. There's, there's. Sorry, not an unfortunate. Not producer's got, he's got the, yeah, he's got our rundown. He's got the rundown wrong. I think that's why we got a little confused yeah. there. Um, okay, Nottingham Forest. Forest this is Manchester United. Right. Nottingham Forest with the, the, the good home record, the, the, the city ground buzzing, the vote of confidence for Steve Cooper, a change of technical director this week, another change, Again. but mm-hmm. we got used to changes at Leicester, at, at Nottingham Forest. Um, I thought that this could be diff- possibly difficult for United. No Varane, no Martinez, no Shaw, no Rashford. Forest at home, if they can get it going. I remember seeing the West Ham game, I remember seeing the Liverpool game and, and thinking, mm, Forest can cause you problems. They didn't. They didn't today. <laughs> they didn't cause any problems, Rob. The last thing I wrote is my, in my pre-match notes is um, great time to play Man United. Mm. Thursday game, no Rashford, mil- lots of injuries in yeah, defence. Exactly, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed United today, Rob. Mm. I really enjoy the way they play. I love the width that they play. The, the, the city ground, there's a... We have the benefit, again, I said this before, of a tactical camera. Yeah. And it's a great angled one. Mm-hmm. And Man United's width is, is stunning. And, it, and, it, and it's not just one, but sometimes two players wide, makes the yeah. pitch super wide. Yeah. That spreads out the opponents, which gives loads of space in the middle for, mm. for you-know-who, for Bruno Fernandes and Christian Eriksen. Yeah. And they can, they can move wherever they want to get on the ball. There's so much fluidity going forward. The, the, you know... This is some of the best football, Manchester United. And I know it's only Forest. I know it hasn't always been consistently great. But I like, basically, I like what the manager's trying to do. Yeah. And this philosophy, this blueprint, this um, style, Man United fans are going to love it. Mm. We know that they're going to add to the squad in the summer. The quicker the blimmin' sale goes through, if it is yeah. going to be a sale, the better to try and get the, secure the new players. But with a few additions, with this philosophy and style, which mm. I, I think he's on to a winner. I think he's on to a winner. So... I think Anthony was a, was a benefit. Yeah. I think you're starting to see a little bit more yeah. production, a little yeah. bit more involvement from him. Jaden Sancho was bright. Was better, yeah. uh, and when you've got Casemiro and Bruno and Eriksen in midfield, there aren't many better around the Premier League. It's a shame that Casemiro and Eriksen you know, getting on a little bit yeah. and it's not something they're going to be able to rely on for the next for few, five yeah. years yeah. or whatever. And Casemiro is um, well. You know. What do you think of Martial, by the way? Um, better. Mm. A bit sharper. Different. Different. Uh, interesting for the first goal. He, he got possession. He got robbed. In the past, he's, he would have stood around and uh, had a little shake of his head. His reaction, Rob, to win the ball back and then get, get the shot in that uh, Anthony goes and scores the first goal. Mm. Uh, it, it, it seems to me, and, and Ten Hag is his own man, he's got a thing for Anthony Martial. The amount of times I keep seeing and hearing... We're a better team with him. He's got good options. He can play from the wide position. He can play up front. I think he's, he's part of his plan. Yeah, I think he's part of his plan. And I well. think he's a talented footballer. And I think he sees that. And I think he feels that with his man management, as he's done with Rashford, might be have to take him to the side. As he's done with Sancho, where we're starting to see a little bit of rehabilitation, as you say, a bit mm. more return to form and consistency. I think he believes he can get the player we all know is inside Anthony Martial out. Mm. And, and if you do, by the way, well you saved yourself seventy-five million dollars. Yeah, I, I, they might still look for somebody. I yeah, think, but yeah. I, but I'd be surprised if if he's one uh, one to go. Now today against Forest, Man United's football was so slick yeah. that defensively there was a few panicky moments, mm. but for the most part yeah, they, they were, were fine because good, yeah. the, the football was so Forrest good. good enough, Over yeah. the period, Rob, of now to the end of the season, of course mm. they got different competitions. The Europa League coming yeah. up with Sevilla away on Thursday, FA Cup with Brighton and Wembley yeah, on, the, on the following Sunday. Brighton, yeah. Are the injuries to the defenders? Could be. Varane, yeah. Martinez, yeah. Shaw's out mm. right now. Is, is that going to catch them up? Could do. That make, might make it from a blimmin' really good season to, to Could not do. so much? Harry Maguire came in as captain today. Uh, Alan E, the big striker for Forrest, I think his first off of Devo Munster. He's a big, powerful runner. He isolated himself one-on-one with Harry Maguire. He's looked to play down the side, a classic kind of centre-forward run. 
Maguire grabbed him and got a Rashford yellow card mm. early. Now, Forrest, I didn't think, had the nous or the football ability to isolate that situation again and yeah. test Harry Maguire. There'll mm. be better players, there'll be quicker players, there'll be more mm. elusive players who will challenge Harry yeah. Maguire, Rob, in yeah. those situations. Starting Thursday, mate. Starting yeah, Thursday starting at Sevilla. Thursday. Starting Brighton in the FA Cup semi-finals yeah. at Wembley yeah. and starting at, at, at Tottenham yeah. where they go in, in with Harry Kane when they go in, in the Premier League right. the next three games. I'm not sure, and if Rand might come back, they, they talk Martinez, we're not going to see again no. this season. I'm not sure that Harry Maguire is the right partner or is, a, is the right person to see United over the line over these next three competitions. Let's remember what happened to Harry Maguire before Robbie Earl. Luke Shaw mm. played centre-back yeah. quite a few Ahead times of, yeah. before he would put Harry Maguire in there. Right now, he's got no choice. Yeah. And, and the, set, the defensive side of it is so different, which has been a big part of how Manchester United have got well, better. Yeah. So I don't think he's comfortable with Maguire being in there, but for now, it's going to have to continue. He's played Casemiro in there before now, hasn't he? I think he has, has played Casemiro, he? yeah. I think it might be yeah. European, but he's played him at centre-back. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, how they deal with the injuries, Shaw hopefully yeah. isn't too long. Uh, Varane, they're yeah. talking... Rashford to come back in in, in the next week. They're going to need their numbers, Rob, if they're going to be able to go deep into all these competitions yeah. and to, to finish yeah, top four. But, uh, yeah, and as, just as we summarise, Rob, again, I, I, I just like the direction yeah. that the yeah. club is going. Yeah. Sorry, the, the team mm. is going with this manager. I like the style. And another thing I, I made a note finally here is the speed of play. Mm. You know, we, we criticise Arsenal for a little bit. Mm, did it, you know, but, a little yeah. bit like that. Which yeah. they don't normally, but mm. they did today. There's none of that with Man United. They're, they're flat out, Rob, all the time. Finding ways of attacking, run it, and people get. Before forward. we have a quick word on Forest, just let me throw one at you. And it, 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 it's not like a, a curveball, but we talked after the Euro Poddy where you said at times United have to curb it a bit and have possession mm. without always attacking. Mm. Mm. Is is that something? Yep. Is that part of the game they need to develop then? Because yeah. we we all enjoy the attacking side, and when it's good and when you're against Forest, you're not being challenged. Forest, yeah. But if you're against Sevilla in certain games or Brighton or other teams like that, might. Are they able to do what Man City do at times? Keep the ball, work it. We're not always looking to attack. We're keeping possession and we're making sure we're secure. This United team at the moment, I'm not sure has that option. I don't think Bruno and Eriksen are those type of players. They see a pass forward. They yeah, play it. That's a great point. It's a great point. And, and, and I think that's a real, a real, uh, a little bit of a conundrum because, yeah, on, on the podcast after the, mm. the Sevilla game, we said, oh, God, blimey, yeah. it was half open. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm saying here, I love the way they play mm. going forward. And I suppose against Nottingham Forest, they haven't you got the quality to, yeah, to, to, to... hurt you the other way. But, I, but, I, but, but that's, that's a valid point. And, and uh, then maybe you have to be balance at some point. But, God, like, we can't have everybody running forward. Yeah. You know, Dallow and Ericsson, everybody mm. running forward because, one, team. leaves us open good teams. Yeah. And two, right now, our best defenders aren't playing mm. where they can cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Martinez can make Martinez, it. Martinez, you know, yeah, can, yeah, can cover. Yeah. They haven't got the best players there. So things, yeah. that's something for, for everyone yeah. to watch out for, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just on Forrest, just quickly, Rob, because mm. I was disappointed him today. I know Steve uh, Cooper's got a lot of people backing him and hoping he keeps the job and hoping he can keep them up. And I think we all have said it's a better Premier League with Forrest in there. They've been out way too long and they've worked so hard to get back. I thought they were poor today. I saw, I saw a front three, Rob, and I see Gibbs, White, Johnson and Awani, and I know Awani's maybe not quite at, at, at the top-class Premier League level, but he's a threat with his physical attributes and, 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 and he's, he's, he's not bad technically. Gibbs, White and Johnson, we know, can, can, can make things happen. I just didn't feel like this Forest team either knew how to get forward and look dangerous or had the ability to. It, it, it was the first time, and Peter Drury said in commentary after the game and it, it kind of hit me then because I was saying to, I think I was saying to you like I just don't look quite it doesn't look Peter Jury said it mm. felt like championship football and I thought wow it's a bit harsh but I, un mm. I understand what you were saying mm. that's, that's right I, I, I think what we can gain from this is that it's really hard it doesn't matter how many players you bring in mm. or how much money you spend mm. to find players that can excel at yeah, the Premier League, Premier League yeah. excel. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of there that, that do a mm. good job, and they have games, they have good games, but there's not enough that excel. So even though they brought all these players in, still the hardest thing in in, in football yeah. for a Premier League team yeah. is to find players that can be effective yeah. and make a difference maker, yeah, and not that, not just yeah. be a steady Eddie. Mm. Forrest Getting got a lot it, yeah. of steady Eddies. Yeah. I'd say Brennan Johnson's special. Yeah, you know, Gibbs has got, got a little bit of talent. Yeah. 
but wasn't really lighting up at Wolves that much. Mm. Nico Williams, you know, yeah. let go at Liverpool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's... And, and to be fair to the manager, he's sifted through everybody. Yeah, he's, he's trying to work He's, it he's out, done the he? things I yeah. think we've suggested... Mm. Well, well, not suggested, but kind of hoped would yeah. happen. Find your best team. No, play Dennis, all the time. Rob, like, I look at that one, I well, think. But he's, he, he, you know, he's, too little. Too, yeah, too little, but, too infrequent. I've got ability and can score goals. Mm. So, but, yeah, listen, we, yeah. we don't see what goes on in the training ground. We don't see attitudes. We don't see a lot of things. Um, but Forest are, are in it, Rob. They're right in it now. The spell of, of, of winless they're games. In it, but they're still, they're still, they're still connected yeah. to the rest of them yeah, above. Yeah, so, so maybe at this off. stage of the season, that's what they take. Mm. Let's move it to Tottenham Hotspur because um, there always seems to be a drama or two coming out of there. If it's not the two managers in the technical area going toe-to-toe, it's on the pitch. <sighs> Gary O'Neill's Bournemouth find a way to go to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, full house, with the Harry Canes, the Youngman Sons, the Kulisaskis up front, a front three to die for if you're if you Gary O'Neill, and finds a way to win the game 3-2, Mr. Musto. Well, um, okay. So first off, I'm going to jump straight to it. <laughs> My underappreciated performance this weekend. Wait. You couldn't no, wait. I can't wait because Gary <laughs> O'Neill has done an incredible job. And mm. I think those who follow our podcast very closely over the season, yeah. I, mu- I might yeah. have given it him really yeah, early in the yeah, season. Probably before he, got, before he got the job yeah, full time. Yeah, yeah. But to, to do what he's doing right now mm. with a lot of... Average, steady yeah, Eddie midfield. The, the, the Nottingham Forest yeah, type kind players. Of, kind yeah. of. Mm. Um, he's getting a little bit more from them. A little mm. bit more from them. And i and I got to say, what a good job he's doing, Rob. I like the way he speaks. I think he's a bit of a smarty. He's yeah. a, he's, he was a midfield player. I think he thinks about it a lot. He makes changes to his team, by the way, for the opponents more mm. than people probably expect. Yeah, yeah, he looks and for opposition. somebody to come in as, um, not an afterthought, but like mm. what Gary Neal was in charge yeah. right now, it picked up immediately. Yeah. And for that initial... He got the job, yeah. and as you've said many times, well, you give him the job, sometimes it goes yeah. the other way. And yeah. he did to start with, yeah. but he's picked it back up again. Mm. Got a little bit of um, money in the summer, which has really, Spent really well, helped, yeah. because the guy who scores the winning goal, Dango Watara, Watara from yeah. Lorient in French football yeah. for $25 million, scored the winning he, goal late. Lovely little cut Pina inside. Got his first goal, who was on loan from Roma, right. brought in. Nice little so, pick so, so a nice a working club, mm. identified issues, yeah. and to be fair, the only American owner... Foley, isn't it? Is it Bill Foley? Yeah, Bill Foley. Yeah. Said, we're not going I down. I guarantee, I guarantee it. it. Which we were like, wow, really? Yeah, massive guarantee, um, Bill, but you're looking good now. So far, Glenn, the, the, good, the manager's doing the job. Points. Good signings. Mm. And 33 points. I mean, you're one. What, you, you're winning a draw away, Rob, yeah, really? Yeah, you have four points from probably starting yeah. to think about the summer. Which I didn't see coming. It's no. going to be another team. But I'm very happy to admit that I was wrong. At the start of the season, I thought Bournemouth would really struggle. Bournemouth are at home to West Ham next week. Yeah, then Southampton away. Yeah. And then Leeds at home. So three games, Rob, to maybe nick four points, four... Yeah, mean, against teams that are in, in and around them. Win. All yeah, around it them. means that they don't get, get any ground on you. I mean, you, it's right. It's a, it's a great shout, Gary O'Neill. Um, I love his presses. There's certain presses you go. I go to his straight away. He's very honest. He's very open. Got a good way about him. Talks about his group. Say very studious with, with... Obviously, looks at the opposition threats and... You know, I, I did these teams, Robin. I was doing the two teams, and I'm going through Spurs. You've got international after international, no, mate. No, You've got quality no, after quality. No. I'm going Son, Kulusevski, and Kane. If they get the service, win the game, because they're a level above Bournemouth. Yeah, they are. Jack but, Stevens and Chris Mappen. Yeah. Lloyd Kelly, who's been around a little while at this club and been a brilliant, it, it, a brilliant player. It, it, it's yeah. too, for, for, he matched them up, didn't he, Tatsley, Rob? Yeah, he matched them up. He went three Same in the system, back, which has changed the which system. Is which, yeah, which he's looked at. He's realised mm. the threats. He's got his full backs deep when he needs to. He's got them higher up the pitch with Vino when he gets his goal. Um, fair play to him. Yeah. Great credit, great, great. win. Brilliant. Um, Amazing win. Another... another Bad day for, for, for Tottenham, Rob. At home, again, you, you never quite know what you, you're getting. One thing that, that came out last night, we didn't quite pick it up because that 10 o'clock window, we have so many games. Deverson mm. Sanchez came on the pitch, Rob. I don't think people were enamoured when he came on. He got booed, apparently, and again, this is just what I'm hearing. He got booed, apparently, every time he touched the ball. He was involved in the, I think, the equalising goal, yeah, for, uh, for Solanke. He towed it back into the... Um, Solanke's path, Solanke scores. Um, and he got taken off. Subdon taken off. 
Hugo Lloris came out and, and, and actually tried to back him and say, Spurs fans, listen, this guy's trying his best for the football club. Mm. You know, like, he's one of us. Like, let's show him the appreciation. And the Stellini said the same thing. Yeah. Like, but he, he needs our support right it's now. Get, you've got to be careful things don't start falling away at this football club, I think. Well, you, the decision was made, Rob. Yeah. The decision was made with Antonio's rant. Yeah. yeah. The decision was made that, that, that it was untenable. Mm-hmm. And we had the conversation. Yeah. And we said, okay, yeah. I get it, because yeah. it was a pretty horrific rant. Mm. But that's a big call. Yeah. And that's a big call. And if it's in the best interest of the football club, they felt that, that Stellini now and Ryan yeah. Mason yeah. would have a better chance of this team finishing in the top, top four. four. Doesn't look like same it. With him. Yeah. Doesn't look like it right now. No. And maybe it would be the same if Conte was still manager. Yeah. But it's still a big call. You still would have. Mm. And turn a you'd have a guy in charge, flipping, wouldn't you? Whipping yeah. him into yeah. shape, trying yeah. to push him over the line for the top four. You'd have that, which yeah. you don't now. But yeah. I don't know. Listen, it's not finished right now. And, yeah. and I, and Massive I feel game against United, Spurs by the fans. way. Yeah. Massive game coming up there next, uh, against Manchester United. They've got, New, they got uh, Newcastle, Newcastle away and then Man United Man at home. home. Yeah, two massive games right there, mate. For the top, for the top, the top four. And then Liverpool away, by the way, as well. Yeah. They're not going to do it, are they? No, I don't think so, mate. And, and they've got... An ace goal scorer in Harry Kane. They've got a kind of get back to a bit of form, Youngman's son. They've got so many yeah. good attributes, mate. Um, yes. But, but it, it just ain't happening. And, and mm. that's a football club that is going to need a shake in the summer. When somebody goes in there, mate, it's going to need a little sh- Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Jacob. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that as a flipping conduit to our next one. I'll go tell on. you who's had a shake-up. <laughs> Aston Villa. They've had shake a shake-up. Mm. They've had a proper shake-up with a, a new manager going there. Of course, mm. Unai Emery fin- uh, follows Steven Gerrard. It's pretty much the same team, yeah. and he has yeah. done an incredible job. Mm. This was this was one of the most impressive games I've seen this season. Yeah. Given how Newcastle United are playing right now, mm. given the the rest that they've had, what they're going for to beat them comfortably, three yeah, nil, yeah. and to stretch that yeah. Newcastle back line as much as I've seen them stretch all season yeah. is a testament to coaching, mm. coaching, yeah. realizing your squad, what the the best players are. The fact that there's no wingers in the team, there's no yeah. wide players in the no. team, he still found a system mm. to get the best out of those guys in total involvement. And in Ollie Watkins, transformed him. What? Well, yeah. Transformed him. Put him back to Put where back he was. Where it's an England. Is, is it, yeah, England I mean, story. in front of the England manager, gets two goals, Rob. Yeah. Looks an absolute threat running in behind. The best defence, by the way, in the league. Yeah. And, and it was an ode, really. We, we talked before the game, and, and I think we did a good job of, of saying both these coaches deserve credit because they've gone in with groups of players who we've all had opinions on you looked at some of these players under Steve Bruce and and, and others in like we're seeing them completely different like we've seen the the Steven Gerrard villa and we're scratching our head like Quindy is better than this isn't he and and, and McGinn's better than this and Luis now we're seeing a system now we're seeing a manager who's who's connected the team up playing in a way and I'm going to stop you right there Mr Musto for my underappreciated performer of the week and you, ain't, you won't even get this, and, and, and it's not Ramsey, and it's not, I've already had Ollie Watkins, and it's not Louise, and it's not McGinn. It's Alex Moreno, the left oh, back for Aston Villa. I love, I you love talk, that you show. About, and, and by the way, he was the first signing Unai Emery 
got as he came in the door. And let's remember they've got Dinho. Luca Dinho, who's an excellent, excellent left. left back. But he wanted yeah. something different right. in the system that he plays. He knew Mourinho. He play, I think he played up to $16 million from Betis for him. He knew him from Spanish football. He's 29 years of age, Rob, so it's not a kid. Mm. But it's one for, like, plug in plug and play, and play now. mate. Plug and plug play. Plug and play. Yeah. In that system where you talk about they narrow up, mm. he can get down that left-hand side as he does. And he can dribble. He he's can a get good around dribbler. The he's, got, he's got three assists already this season. He's very comfortable on, on the ball. Uh, he knows his defensive positions, his distances and things are good. Um, a sneaky little pick-up. It's a brilliant show. It's a, a brilliant sneaky show. little pick-up for up to £16 million, which is peanuts. You Peanuts. love it. And we just said about finding players that can yeah, be effective, can play, yeah. not just hold that's their end That's know-how, though, isn't it? That's it? That's European know-how for, for right. Henry. He's seen him, he's known and he knows what English football, because yeah. he's, he's coached before, Correct. so he knows what it's about. It's yeah. a brilliant signing, and yeah, he is underappreciated. Yeah. And people, people don't watch even, Villa games, yeah. just watch what Keep he does an and his quality yeah. on the ball. Yeah. Rarely gives it away, sharp um, mm. with his defending, and, and he was involved in the goals going forward. Yeah. Um, but what a Villa performance. Cool. What, a, what a turnaround, what a performance, and I... And I I just I, I, another team I yeah. love watching play at the moment. I loved when do you know what I, I loved Funai Emery. He walked down the tunnel at the end. He doesn't take too long. He doesn't. No, you know, he's shakes not, hands he's and not. he's off. But the Villa fans, being the Villa fans, and we've known Villa. I, I used to live near, near. I was lived in the Midlands, so I know Aston Villa. I used to go games on numerous occasions when they were winning things. Or when they had yeah. brilliant teams there. And I know what that place is mean, full. Yeah. I know I, what I that know fan what base like. is. Yeah. And when they're cheering him walking down Mate, the, 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 the tunnel. It, it, it made me think of, do you know what? English football was disrespectful to this guy when he was at Arsenal. Mm. People were thought he was a bit of a laughing stock, and it was the old good mornings, and, and everyone was taking a little bit of the mick out of his, mm. his language and the way he spoke. He's, no one's laughing now, by the way. He's got him sixth in the table, chance of European football, and he's got a proper size football club, Rob. That could go, that, yeah, that, that could challenge top six. No, it's a great point. And that Arsenal squad he had at that point, yeah. I mean, that was a struggle. Obviously, mm. you know, lots have changed since then. So it was a difficult job at yeah, Arsenal, yeah. a difficult job at PSG. But the work at Sevilla and Valencia and Villarreal, yeah. exemplary. Yeah. And and I'm so I, I'm it's just fun to watch. Yeah. I have some Villa friends as well uh, that, that that can't believe really the change around. And Aston Villa, sixth place in the table right now, and a very good bet to be playing European yeah. football, which I think's been gone. I read it somewhere. They're, they're like one decade, point above relegation years. when he took over. One point above relegation. Yeah. Yeah, that's good work. Look, word for, for Eddie Howe, because it was an off day, and, and I was thinking about Newcastle yesterday, and I was, I was thinking, very rarely have I said all season, it was an off day yeah, for Newcastle. Right. Agree. And, and it was just one of them, one of them. And he, he's apologised, said it wasn't us, didn't quite know where that performance came well, from. I, I think I know where it came from. Aston Villa. Yeah, give this, them this isn't yeah. This isn't one for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, whether I'm right or wrong, mm. I, it, this is one of them where it's, well done, the, Villa, oh, yeah, for making. Sure. They were stretched mm -hmm. all over the place, uh, Newcastle, defensively. Yeah. Uh, a fully deserved victory for Villa. Well done. Newcastle home to Tottenham next weekend, mm, my right. friend. Big game for those two. It was an easier game. Villa, Villa was a yeah, difficult yeah, game. Yeah, big, bigger test. OK, uh, my friend, let's go to a few other results. And we have to start with Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Oh, blimey. Three games for Frank. Three defeats, one goal scored. Um, not great at the moment. They, they face Real Madrid... Uh, second leg of the cup finals of the Champions League. They're 2-0 down in that one. People are talking about and hoping about maybe an early goal in that game gives them a chance in, in front of the Stamford Bridge faithful. Um, Frank's This isn't kind of playing out as Frank would have thought or Todd Bowley would have thought, is it? Well, I don't know what... I, don't, I, I think this appointment was about... Um, some give them something to get the, the fans. fans back on side okay. because of this Champions League match yeah. uh, against Real Madrid yeah. and could something crazy happen? Mm. They know that the, the, the Premier League season is a write-off, yeah. um, but that, that's what it was about. We know it's not going to get awfully toxic and everything else because Frank no. Lampard's a legend. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. get like that. Yeah. But I've got to say, I think Rebecca in the studio this weekend, Rob, I think she read something um, along the lines of, is this season... Oh, Chelsea yeah, football yeah. club, yeah. one he of the heard, most yeah. em embarrassing, what was it, embarrassing performances yeah. of any team. Based on what the expectation was at day one to where you finish. It, 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 yeah, and, and the amount of money the that's amount been of money, spent. With the managers that you've gone through. They're 11th place. They've got 39 points. I mean, are we just going to assume that, that 
there's enough quality here. They're going to sell players, Rob. I mean, they, they, they have to sell players. They, they have Rob. to sell players. And yeah. I saw on the TV um, about the potential players that are leaving the yeah, club. Yeah, could leave the club. I was yeah. like, well, that's some of their best players. <laughs> so they could leave. Like mm. Mason, uh, Mason Mount was on there. Mateo yeah, Kovacic yeah. was on this yeah. list. Ryan Sutherland was on the, was list. On the yeah. list. Christian Pulisic was on yeah, the list. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good players mm. there. So is all the trust going to go into the new ones? Zacharias and... and mm, um, who we don't know we really don't yet. Know. Do we? And is he on, I think he's on... Is he one that's Zach on, on loan? loan, I think, isn't he? So there's, option, there's, yeah. there is a potential for an incredibly embarrassing... Uh, I don't want to say waste of money. It sounds harsh, but, but like mismanagement of a giant of a football mm. club that we've seen for a while. And yeah. on the back of maybe falling foul to financial fair play, where you have to sell a lot of players, yeah. they could be stuck with these young players. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah some of them are talented, but well, some that, of them are not that amazing, I don't think. Two, two things to, to say there. And it was interesting because um, on the, the lowdown, uh, we must also get the chance to turn the tables on, on Lady Lowe. And, and one of the questions in the lowdown was, for the new manager coming in, two big London clubs, mm. Chelsea and Spurs, who's in, who's in better shape? Which clubs are in better shape for, and, the, new and for the new manager? And, and Lady Lowe said Tottenham, and I would probably agree with her right now. I think at yeah. least with Tottenham, there's a bit more stability and understanding bit of, of, bit of a bit more yeah. and right manager. But the point I'm making, Rob, and you, it's a good point to say, you know, what, what was Frank put in for? Basically, he's a legend at the football club, so some of the toxicity will go away. That the club that, you know, hopefully he can boost a couple of the players. Some of the young players might look up to him and, and all that. But is there a point where, and, and it, I heard and saw a couple of things yesterday, where a few of the fans were having a little go at Todd Bolly as he was leaving the stadium. Now, listen, fans have opinions, and if, you know, he, he put another 100 million, he'd probably, he'd probably be, be wrong. But could things start to turn... A little bit ugly at Chelsea. If, thing, if, if this kind of run continues, despite Frank Lampard being in charge, we, we've still got, what, seven, eight games to the end of the season, so six, seven more weeks. This is Chelsea Football Club, Rob. Mm. They're the 11th in the Premier League table. Mm. They, they've just lost at home 2-1 to Brighton. Who, they, who they've who, raided who, who, for, for yeah. players and, and, and the and manager. who were for the better team. Yeah. I, I, listen, that's a great point. And it could get a lot worse starting Tuesday. Tuesday is the second mm, leg of the yeah, Champions that's, League. That's, they're behind 2-0. They're at home to Real Madrid. Yeah. If they get smashed at home to mm, Real Madrid in yeah, this game... Yeah. I mean, that's season... Season's over. Yeah. And they've got, they got plenty of games left yeah, yeah. For, the, for the fans to, 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 to express their yeah. concerns Dissent, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not sure it's a great comparison, Rob. I'm just trying to make the point that owners that, that apparently have spent a ton of money on their club yeah. and they want to invest and they yeah. want to take it to a place that, that's going to excite everybody. Yeah. If they don't have the right know-how to do it, Everton, Everton, because of financial fair play, mm. it, can get, it can get pretty bad. Yeah. Where, oh, we need, but I can't, we can't do it because we've got to sell players and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying it's going to get to that point. Yeah. Because of the financial investment they've made yeah. and the financial fair play rules, and if the squad isn't as good as what maybe you might expect with that amount of spending, then this might be the, the part of the table that they, they mm. have to be in for a little bit. I mean, it's... Yeah. Anyway, that, that's, I guess yeah. that's looking on a, on a real worse scenario, but I think it's worth a mention mm. um, given where they are on the league table and they lose to Brighton. I mean, you could argue strongly that was the, the best-run yeah. club in the Premier League against the worst-run club right now yeah. in the Premier League. I, I, I'm, I'm forever loving Brighton. So yeah. I, I just... Yeah. Who, who can't De Zerbi love... And, and the, the, way the team, play. the way they play, and, the and see so as it comes on and gets the winning goal. And Bonamate, by the way, is another one yeah, that, that I know the club feel off the thing. it's going to be special. The succession planning of managers and players and young... I mean, everything that you'd, you'd hope a club to do, it's doing it. Whether it can continue, I don't know, but wow. Brilliant win Great result. Yeah. More tough days for Chelsea. We'll have to see how it goes midweek. We are doing a podcast midweek on Thursday, so make sure you um, join us for that one to see if Chelsea can overcome that 2-0 deficit against Real Madrid. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? 
Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Other games, Rob. Wolves 2, Brentford 0. Wolves back-to-back wins against West London teams. Beat Chelsea 1-0 last week. Beat Brentford 2-0 this week. Uh, Jago Costa's first goal for Wolves and Hicham Wan came on as a sub, got the second goal. Wapategi's doing a... He was he was my one of my sneaky underappreciated. I'm liking like like Yeah, him. I think he's got a bit of organisation. I think under the start of the season by next year, you'll have a team a little bit more. I want you probably a bit like uh, Unai Emery. You'll find one or two players maybe in Spanish football who can come in and, and do a job. And he's got a great record, Rob. I, I read somewhere every time Wolves have taken the lead in a game since he's been at the football club, they've never been beat. So he, he's got a way of defending better. Goals from Diego Costa helps. Uh, another 2 0 win against let's, the local Brentford let's team. Be def- let's be definitive here for a second. I think this weekend we've seen two teams, for me, pretty much safe. Yeah. Well, well Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. 34 points. And Bournemouth. 33, 33 points. Now, and, and granted, Crystal, granted, there's, 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 an, there's another. And Panas were. Yeah. Were, well, they just won, didn't they? They won again three. Wins on the bounce. Yeah, that's for, another for, game that we could stop. Now, Southampton. So that, that, sorry, yeah. They, they so won at three teams yeah. that yeah, I think... Much. I mean, it's not mathematically it's not, no, done yet. But, but you when you've got feel 33, you're the one, you're are, one day away. Yeah, you uh, need a couple of draws and a win somewhere yeah. and, and, you, and you're good. Yeah, so that, that's them out of so it. So you're saying from West Ham down, so we're still talking... In it. Still in it. Six teams yeah. for three spots. And I've got to say that West Ham on 31... Not well, a South- ton of injuries right now. Well, that's right eight points eight different from Southampton. So Southampton, if they're not careful, Rob, are going to be cut adrift. If, they, if they're not careful very soon. Next week or so. Yeah, they, they, you know, they go to Arsenal, don't they, on Friday. Mm. So I tell you who's not safe? Everton. Last game. By the way, yeah, so Southampton nil, Crystal Palace 2. Yeah. Again, the same story for them. Roy Hodgson is, in, is an incredible what? performance. An, an incredible... And Eze continues to uh, be the puzzle that well, Patrick Vieira must be looking and say. The only they thing must on have had that a one, out. They must have had a fallout. I was going to say, the only thing, Rob, because I'm thinking, Patrick's very far from being a foolish man, an intelligent man. We know him, we played against him, we know him as a manager. Young coach, progressive, wants footballers, wants to keep possession. Why would he not be playing Eze? I don't know. So I, I read somewhere, like, trying to be tough, the tough love thing. Oh. As if his attitude wasn't quite right. Oh, he so wants him to do oh, certain okay. things. He's not Maybe. doing it right. You're going to sit down until... You know, and I guess Roy's like, you know, I don't care, yeah. mate. We yeah, need to just win, win, just games. play. And he's been oh, brilliant. He's been absolutely player. brilliant. So, so maybe that's the, yeah, in the short-term maybe. game mm. from Roy Hodgson's going to get out of him. But Palace, um, I mean, I, I still thought at the time, and we can go back and forth on this, but whether they should have stuck with Patrick. Mm. Um, but it might have been a struggle. It yeah. might have been a grind. Yeah, they might have got there with a the struggle at yeah, the moment. Yeah, and next like season where it's They a can bit, already mm. start, you know, they're pretty safe. Start yeah. planning what next season's going to look like. and Yeah. All that stuff. So, yeah, great yeah. move by Steve Parrish, the Palace owner, and uh, Palace looks safe. So, of those six teams, mate, you, what, what you're saying, well, I, think I think we, we at could, the moment could... feel with Southampton, Can't don't want to put anybody away, but that doesn't look good, Ruben Sellers and, and yeah. the group. So, but other so than that... If, that's, if, if, if these five for two, so we're saying West Ham, Leeds, Everton, Nottingham, West Leicester. I'm doing the Leeds-Liverpool game tomorrow. Gonna be an interesting one. Full house at Ellen Road. Massive game. Always a big game. Right can right Leeds get something from home? Home form's going to be can. important. Home form yeah. for them is Liverpool aren't brilliant away from home. If you get them on days when they're not quite at it, yeah. I think I think they can. And, and you're right. Home home team being important, and that's why. So based on that, who who? Well, I'm just I just want to switch back to Everton. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really we haven't really updated on Everton. Everton won Fulham three. Mm. Which is a good time yeah. to play uh, Fulham. Yeah. Yeah. Lost the last four, five yeah. in all competitions. Marco Silver up on the. Uh, yeah, yeah up, uh, no, Mitrovic suspended. Yeah, yeah. Like, what a good time to play them mm. and to, to, to fall 3 1 at home to them, given where they are, I think it's a shocker for Sean yeah. Dyche, Rob. They were on a bad run as well, weren't they, Fulham? So, I know. Yeah. I mean, the one thing you expected with Sean Dyche was the goals, clean sheets, the, the, you know, the 1 0 wins. So, based on what we're saying, mate, and we'll, we'll sort of wrap this up. If we're saying Southampton, are you looking at Everton or Leicester? I think Forrest are going to struggle badly. Yeah, so right. that's so the other one. So let's say Forrest two. And, so who, 
So Leeds, got... Everton, Leicester, it feels like to me. I, I get the sense West Ham. I agree with you. I think West Ham are going to be okay. Yeah. It's Leeds, Everton or Leicester for the final position. Again, yeah. this is just, a, this is just yeah. you know, our thoughts at this point. Of those three... I still kind of think Leeds. I still like their young yeah, forwards, yeah, the creativity they, they've got, that they've got. They can find back, goals, can't they? They can find goals. Yeah, can they stop them? Is it's usually um, the question. So Everton most likely to pull away, or Leicester City, Robbie. Or let's take it down to that point there. Wow. Two managers that, that are mm. in trying to make a difference. Sean Dyche has some, has some time. Can it I comes down to Team say, Smith? I would probably say in, in, in Sean Dyche, I would trust more than Dean Smith and Leicester. Not Dean, but some of the Leicester players, Rob. I don't know. There's more quality in Leicester. There's way more quality in Leicester. But they shouldn't be down there. If it, if it was a matter of quality, they're mid-table anyway. I, 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 might, I, might, I might go for Leicester. Between Leicester and Everton. You might go for Leicester to, find to stay. More points. That being said, they're mm. two behind. Mm. It doesn't sound a lot, but two yeah. points is, yeah. is kind of a lot when you're scratching mm. around for yeah. a point. So. I don't know. That's a little. That's yeah. a little well, well, let, let's review that week by week, mate. It's going to go. Yeah. Maybe we're wrong with Leeds. Maybe maybe we're wrong. Yeah. Let's see how Leeds get on against Liverpool yeah. tomorrow, and, and then we'll we'll take, pick this up again <laughs> next weekend. Listen, mate. Great weekend as ever. It's an Arsenal team that let a two-goal lead slip again. Looked like they maybe handed the advantage to Manchester City. Well, at the bottom, Everton, Forest, and Leicester all lost and are in danger of the dreaded drop. We'll be back on Thursday, that's April the 20th, when we'll review an important week of European football. Champions League with Chelsea, 2-0 down against Madrid, Manchester City, 3-0 up against Bayern, and the Europa League with Manchester United, 2-2 with Sevilla, and the Conference League, where West Ham are 1-1 with Ghent. So make sure you join us for all those important games midweek, but for now, I'm Earl, he's Musty, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. night. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.